Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. First off, I want to thank you for the reviews we've been getting recently. I just now realized that I could check the reviews on Apple Podcasts. So apologies to the person that requested a show from us. Didn't even see it till now. It was like two months ago. Really wish I would have saw it. But I really appreciate the five-star reviews. They made me so happy. Yeah, keep them coming. Awesome. Only five stars. (laughs) Yes, please. The rest will hurt my feelings. (laughs) But no, really, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Now that I know how to check these things, it's very cool to see. It's nice to have positive feedback. It makes it the editing, everything, totally worth it. I think it's surprising to us because... This was my pandemic project. Right. And maybe we don't think we're that interesting or something, but it's nice to know that one, folks are actually listening out, the, yes, out in the world, which that is overall, amazing. Love if you even give us a and, chance. And the fact that, you know, someone go, taking time out of their day to actually review something, yeah, that's pretty special. That's a big deal. And, and to yeah. say it was that you enjoyed it. Yeah, to say you enjoyed it. Because usually, usually you get reactions either because they feel very strongly like you're shit or... <laughs> That's it, true. It, it was cool. It was awesome. They had a good time where they enjoyed listening, which very thankful for. I'm very happy they were good reviews. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Really appreciate you. Uh, even if you don't, you know, review that you're listening, that's that's really cool. I also wanted to give a shout out to two podcasts that I've been really enjoying recently, and we've had really fun feedback with. So the first one is Rewind and Recap with CC and Princess. Check out their podcast, Great Married at First Sight Recaps. Hilarious, they do not hold back. Do you have their Twitter handle by any chance? Their Twitter handle is at Rewind and Recap. Follow them, hilarious. We love all their commentary on Wednesday nights. The back and forth during, you know, Mass Family Night is pretty incredible. You should just look at their Twitter feed. It's pretty amazing. Give them a follow. Give them a listen. The next podcast I wanted to highlight is Sister Sister Wives. It's where real life sisters, Nicole and Lauren, recap Sister Wives. They did similar to us. They started their show partway through, and I I bet it's the same reason. So me and Leon also started our podcast of Sister Wives partway through just because shit started hitting the fan. And we were like, this is great. It was really boring. Yeah. But then it really wasn't. Yeah. So check them out. Hilarious. They're doing also a recap of the earlier seasons as well. So check that out. Love it. That's commitment. So I will put both of these podcasts in the show notes. Their handles on Twitter and Instagram. Definitely give them a listen. Great shows. But to get back to Married at First Sight... I forgot to write down the title again. I'm sorry. I'll put it in the show notes. But we will be covering the most recent episode that aired on Wednesday night. We're terrible. We're looking like slackers. I promise I'm putting effort in. I was making (laughs) dinner while it was on. I was trying to take notes. It was a whole thing. So more info in the show notes. Let's start off with Elijah Wan and Katina. First, we see Elijah Wan speaking with his mentor and a friend. And... Really, the only thing that stood out in this conversation is his red flag is that Katina does not grocery shop to his standards, but will not grocery shop himself. I did enjoy that Olajuwon's friend had Katina's bag. Yes. He said, hey, when I was, you know, younger in college and single, like, I'm only, I'm mostly eating out. Like, I wasn't fucking making food. And he standbys what she said as, I was only grocery shopping for one person before. Hey, maybe she was only eating bread and water. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what her like diet regimen is. Make a is. sandwich, hang out, then you go out for dinner. Yeah. Like we don't know. It. 
just because Elijah has everything planned out, he's got protein, he's got eggs, like that is your regimen. Like it's, it's everyone's different. Then we have Katina talking to her friend, and I felt like she really defended Elijah Wan in this conversation. So I love this friend. She was talking about the red flags. She did not like the strip tease garter toss thing happening at the wedding. No, and I think everyone in the mass family always brings out, you know, just Isaac. Just don't do that. Families yeah. are there. It's a lot. That's cool if all of your families are cool with that. I'm uncomfortable with my family seeing that. <laughs> but you know what? We're talking shit, but Katina said that she liked it. So that's all that matters. Remember Jepti? Jepti did not seem like he liked his life. He did dance. not enjoy it at all. <laughs> I swear he just kept staring at his mom. <laughs> He's like, this is not okay. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> he's still one of my favorite people to ever be on maps. Yeah, because he, he's as awkward you, as I would have been. They're still together. They have a kid. He They're is, thriving. That is when, man, when folks came on for the right reasons. Yes. Like, if you look at Jepti, I don't know his social media life, but this this man was coming for honest yeah. reasons. And he kept saying, you're a stranger, just as he, I would. He was, he was not coming for clout. <laughs> no. Teacher... Killing it. Yeah, that was that was a really, really good couple. Back to Katina, though. When mm-hmm. her and her friend were talking, we find out that Katina is the first black woman that Elijah Wan has dated. I feel like everyone missed this or they cut it so we didn't see that. They cut it. We did not see this. Yeah. Every, everyone was like, did I miss this? Here's the thing. What bothered me was not uh, only that it was go. cut. Here we go. But he said to Katina's friend... Yeah, I mean, this is the first black girl I've dated. And I just, you know, I want an experience. I want to try something else. Try something that's, new. That's not okay. You're not marrying her to just... Yeah, like, we'll see. You got to read the room. You're talking about my best friend here. Yes. Don't talk to my best friend as I'm trying something new. No, it's not okay. I give him more leeway because I think his ADD really does affect how he speaks. Yeah, because in in, in some moments, but I don't sounds, know if I should. In some moments, he seems a little put together and mature, but then you know, moments like this, it's like you didn't read the room at all. Like, I think you... he has a lot of what I call like word vomit. Yeah, like it he, just comes out, and you're really yeah. not thinking about it. Well, because he's very like high speed. Yeah, it's almost like hey, slow down. And that's what Katina's friend was also saying of how I felt like I couldn't get a word in. He better not break Katina's heart, cause I'm getting I'm getting a lot. I don't think so. I'm sure. I bet throughout the season it's gonna be interesting. I bet you Elijah's probably gonna have the most growth. I hope so. Like, He's very you, smitten if, if, by if, her. If you view everyone on on the show, I think he'll show the most growth. They had their housewarming party together, and it was super cute. I loved their decorations. They're each talking to each other's friend again. Well, the opposite. Friends. Right, right, right. The, okay. The, Traditional setup. Yes. The biggest takeaway that Katina's friends give Elijah on is to not pressure her. So they know that she's getting pressured for the cooking and the traditional roles and that she hasn't been pressured like well, before. They're, they're also mentioning it's it's more about how you're like how you word things, you know. They Just, spoke on tone yeah, a lot. Yeah, as make well. make it a little bit more approachable. Don't make it so so assertive. Yes. Cause I think he can't come off that way just because he's so intense. Elijah Wan's main advice to Katina was to be patient, and that probably is really good advice. He may word vomit sometimes, but he means well, so maybe give him a little leeway. I, I will say that they do seem like they get along. They do. They, I mean, really, like, I don't know if we've seen any crazy arguments from No. Them. Well, the horseback riding. 
Yeah. That was a lot. That's what I mean. Like, if he has moments of growth and he just stops being so, like, dominant. Yeah, intense. I think because when that he's not in that mode, it seems like they have a really good bond. Mark and Lindsay. Mark is playing catch with his friend and he speaks really well of his marriage and Lindsay. He does talk about how she says things in public, which he doesn't agree with. That makes him uncomfortable. Essentially, Lindsay just doesn't have a filter. Basically. Like, that's her mode. She's just, I'm going to speak my mind. And on 10 what. always. Yeah. I know where Mark's coming from. Like, some folks are more private. Yeah. Like, Mark might be Mark the Shark and he's very, like, exciting and a party guy. But I bet you he's also a little... He's not just, like, speaking about his sexual escapades to no. everyone. Like, he, he wouldn't do something like that. Now, did we get any footage of Lindsay talking to any of her friends? I don't have any notes on that. <sighs> Apologies if there was a scene, but I really don't remember there being a scene of Lindsay talking to her friends about Mark. We see their house party together. Very cute. I was slightly concerned about the alcohol. I thought there was going to be an argument, but it ended up fine. There's really no breakthrough in this it was fine they played games together it was cute mark thought there was gonna be you know if Lindsay's like this type of way what are her friends gonna be like but her friends are super chill they were totally normal yeah it it wasn't anything we'll talk about them later though okay yeah definitely (laughs) michael and jasmina michael's talking to his sister about the conflict he has been having with jasmina his sister gives him really good advice be patient you don't know her fears. You don't know her scars. You guys are strangers. Be mindful of that. Shout out to Jepti. I did like that because I, I don't know if they're thinking that they should be vibing and things should just work. But I mean, well, Michael mentions this too. Like, we're going to have conflict. Like, we're just, we don't know each other. Do not tell her that. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I get it. But as far as advice, like, I hope some of these couples have those discussions early on of, tell me your history like what impacts you like i need to know you like and they they are in a mode where they have to go very quickly so i hope they have these discussions you know, even if the cameras are away like i need to know things about you and I, but i could see where folks might not be so open at the time because you just Ooh, met this talk person, about like, conflict i cannot wait to talk about annoying well, Steve. well because <laughs> at some in some ways it's great advice but then how much is someone willing to share with you in like a week or two yeah. Like some, there are some things that someone might not be willing to share unless they really trust you. And they don't really, they probably have not built that level of trust that fast. A theme we see throughout the couples this season is such an inability to communicate effectively and appropriately. I mean, this episode alone. It just, I mean, it just so many like examples. You, you just don't fully know how to approach your partner yet. No. And you don't know their boundaries. But, this is exactly what think, Michael was trying to explain. I think it needs to be explained also that it, it's okay because you, you just don't fully know each other yet. Exactly. And I think being open and honest about that is completely fine. But they're struggling with even that. Yeah. That's kind of the where more issues tend to creep. Jasmina met up with her friend and this was very telling. Her friend said that she thinks that she is always right. Red flag. Because we're already seeing it. We've seen oh. multiple examples of this. I'm curious what the interactions have been with her friend in the past where she's gotten that conclusion. It sounds like this is a reoccurring thing. Yeah. But I'm just curious if it's like, let's say Jasmine is really competitive. So it could be anything. It could be like little topics, like sports things, like just anything in the world. And like, she has to be right. That would be interesting. They have a very cute housewarming party. They play charades. It was good. They matched each other's competitive energy. 
It wasn't overwhelming to either one of them. Were they doing a taboo or... um? No, because it was charades. Charades. Was, sorry, yeah. charades. Those games are so fucking fun. Oh, this is a cool story that we should get into. A while back, Ellie and I were out of friends and we were, we were playing... Not charades, but nope. it was, which one's a drawing one? Pictionary. Pictionary. Fun fact, on gaming nights, me and Leon cannot be on the same team. No, it's... it's no. It's, you it's, know. We know that's a weakness in our relationship. It will end in a fight, and we know not to do it. So yeah. we always pick our friends. We never are on the same team. Yeah, we just, we just don't vibe. Because Leon is... Way too competitive. Way too competitive. And I'm so not, and it just... It's not good. So... Yeah, so th- there was... <sighs> Ellie got the fucking Titanic, but the drawing it was, was so fucking stupid. ridiculous. It was like but one, you know what? my was, teammate got it. It was I don't one care. one horizontal line. <laughs> no, 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 no. Know what it was? It was like a big squiggly. Oh, like 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 what? Like the iceberg. Yeah. And then it was like a sailboat. <laughs> it was almost like if somebody took a pencil and just made like one line. And then another line, and they're like, Titanic. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and we won the game. It came down to that. Yeah. They and destroyed we us. we shove this in their face every single time we all hang out. Yeah. Me and my partner at the time were both competitive. Yep. And yeah. it's the only thing we've ever won against you guys. Oh, yeah. But this was, like, <laughs> skill-based. Me yeah. and my partner were, yeah. were vibing. At the housewarming party, Jasmina talks with Michael's sister. And she speaks very highly of him and very well. The the marriage has had ups and downs, but she had nice things to say. I have to point out during this conversation, I felt like Jasmina was herself again. Or at least the self I really liked. The, she was the version that everyone fell in love with. Exactly. Lighthearted, laughing, happy. Like yeah, it was just the honeymoon nice. wasn't it wasn't too good for him. No. Michael spoke to Jasmina's friends at the party and they had good advice for him. And I think this is pretty key advice because you're either a person when you're in an argument that wants space or you want to fix it right then. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like she does not want space. They said, Lindsay, deal with the Lindsay conflict. Lindsay said she's like that too. I am one to Don't, deal with it. No, <laughs> no, we, we have lots of problems with her. <laughs> but I think that is a very big key to how they will resolve their conflict. They also told Michael that she could go back and forth all day if they let the conflict go that way. So just deal with it right then. That means they have lived that. Yes. They said they've gotten into fights like that. Oh, boy. Red flag. I still really like her. She'll have some self-reflection and come around. Everyone online is like, Jasmina, keep it under control. I really want to like you. (laughs) Exactly. That's how I am. (laughs) We sadly and unfortunately see Alyssa. We see Alyssa lie to her friend for like an hour. I am telling you, you're going to see her all season. If I see her again prior to the reunion, I'm going to lose my shit. There's no reason. You're not married. I'm thinking about drinking it next episode every time I see her. <laughs> so you will be hungover. It's almost like the show thought, okay, you guys are divorced, but we still need some content. <laughs> They're like, well, let's get some footage. Let's fill it in. Let's, we don't let's, want that. Let's film you telling your friend. I'm like, what? They're almost trying to tie up the storyline, but no one wants that. No. Like, no. I don't need you to film her telling her friends. She's probably texted her whole WhatsApp ch- group chat. Like, <laughs> nobody cares. Also, well, it actually, even though we don't care, it was... It was amazing to see the flashbacks and to see how much she lies to everyone around her. Can you be friends 
with if your friend lied to you and you saw this all I on tape, could you be I, friends with them still? It, it is interesting how she's almost so desperate to either speak herself to be of, a good person, yeah, like speak it into existence or just manifest ma- it, yeah, manifest it and. It is fascinating that you're willing to lie to your friend. I mean, I'm guessing this is one of your best friends. And they're most likely going to watch this. Alyssa says at any point in their relationship that he could have come and talked to her. Oh, man. And the the, the highlight reel or the low oh, light reel. Oh, so good. Beautiful. That was, that was some fucking Chef's kiss. Sh- that was some shade from the show. Love them for that. Whoever put that together. Some producer who she was giving shit to was like, I'm fucking, I'm getting her on this edit. I love that her friend said that Alyssa is hard on men. No shit. She said she's moving to Texas to find her cowboy. Everyone was like, Texas does not want you, girl. Nope, that's exactly what I heard. I also want to know if there's a big cowboy population in Boston. Maybe there is. I don't know anything about Boston. But why was that her standard in Boston? Maybe there is. I don't know. I just imagine her writing down on her form, must be cowboy, and they're like, let's give her Chris. <laughs> They were like, there are none. This guy's nice here. Noi and Steve. It was sweet to see them talk about what food that they were going to have at their housewarming party. And they definitely put so much effort into this. They seemed to make everything. It looked wonderful. Yeah, they were not messing around. Looked fuego. Yeah, it looked really good. Steve was opening up to her about how he felt caught off guard by their meeting with Pastor Cal. I think he was off guard because... Some of the things she brought up to Pastor Cal, it's almost like she didn't even mention it to him. Exactly. And that was his issue. I was surprised that you felt that way, considering you'd never talked to me. Her fears of the future, his job issue, things like that. I will die on this hill. Steve is fine. He can work when he wants, enjoy some time off, take another gig, do some contracting work. It is not a, he does not work a traditional nine to five and he is okay. This seems like a huge divide even amongst people on social media some folks are thinking what the hell is steve you got, you got a plan or what or like does this dude got a real job or a few people have the privilege to take high paying jobs even whether it's a contract gig or if it's a, a full-time gig where maybe they only worked for, for nine months or something and they're so high paying that he, he can take this break or he might just not have a lot of expenses if he takes a break it it's not a big deal to him at all so I can see where folks see it as a shock of like, how is this guy not working? For all we know, he's got a lot of savings. He's financially stable. He doesn't have big expenses. It's just such a new way of thinking. It is. It is. And but- it's opposite of what a lot of people have experienced. So I understand it, but even he, it's it's really nice he gets that. Even- and I wish more people did have these, this yeah. opportunity. I am sure Steve does not have an issue finding a job. And honestly, it seems like we're getting... Little bits of where it's getting on his nerves. Yeah, I agree. But the the flip side of that is, has he explained this? Or is he keeping it vague and saying, I don't got a job. We'll be fine. And she has to blindly trust a stranger. I don't like the way he's explained it to her friends. That's what I'm saying. It was a little too broad. Like, oh, um, you know, I could work in like contract or websites or whatever he was explaining. I thought that was a little weird. So that's why only... I'm going to give a little leeway because we've never seen it explained at all. While we understand what he's saying and maybe what he means, we can't assume that she does. Right. And like like she said, she's in a position where 
this isn't normal for me. Like yeah. she might need a little bit more information. You know, maybe they haven't even gotten to the conversation of like how much money he actually makes. Yeah, like you specifics. Know, like, hey, how much money do you have in your savings account? What if he just has some crazy number like, I don't know, $400,000? I mean, it's like <laughs> it's, maybe, it's, I know, probably not. But you know what I mean? Like just they probably haven't had those conversations of like how secure are you? Noodlegate. Their housewarming went fine. We're, we're going on. Noodlegate. Noodlegate. Wild. I saw so much that makes sense now. Noi offered to cook for Steve. She puts the noodles in, but pays no attention to them. It's pretty much boiling over. The noodles are going to turn to mush. Steve goes to save them. Pisses her off. He was probably a little annoyed as well. Well, yeah, he was annoyed. Yeah. Even he admits it. Yeah. He was annoyed. You could tell he was by his tone. And she immediately just packed up, got sushi, and left. She said, He's been calling. She said, fuck a dis, I'm out. <laughs> He's trying to call. He's trying to text. Has heard nothing all night. Goes on Instagram. Vague posts. This is like some high school shit. Yeah. This is some shit. You're not you, ready to get married. This is some shit you post when you're young, dumb, and in love. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And it absolutely... I've said it before. There's some things that make me feel like she's immature. This sealed the deal. You are not ready to get married. You do not belong on the show. You need to work on yourself. I... Did you notice the way Steve approached her? It was, was perfect, by the way. It was like... Cool, calm, collected, but boom, a little bit assertive. Yeah. But not in like a, I'm an asshole way. Like, I'm a fucking adult. Yep. Why did you post this? Like, my family follows you. Yep. Like, because they're like, probably. Like, you can't have this conversation they're with probably, me. probably, everyone's a little private. You know, you got to have yeah. your privacy. He's like, why are you posting our things online? Like, people are going to ping me, hit me up. Like, this is a me and you thing. But not only that, she's doing that, but not answering his calls or right, his texts. Right, right. That's. But that's what she wants. She wants that attention. She's not going to deal with the problem. But I think he even catches noise say, like, I think so. Like, do you think this is okay or something like yeah. that? And he's like, he's like, no, like, it's, it's not okay. There's no question. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. I think he addressed it great. I'm completely calm, clear. That's not okay. It's just, do, do I'm think, seeing so many things that makes me do, feel like she's you, so childish. So if you remember, she said that she's falling in love with him like two days in oh, yes. when he didn't reciprocate she was heartbroken and he had to explain and even at the time in that podcast we said he actually answered it in a really adult way like, of like thank you so much like, for telling me but i'm getting but, there but it's almost like yeah like i can get there but you know i also need to like protect myself but and also like, I, I can't say it yet yeah so he was very she calm was and put very together, offended about completely it completely heartbroken and then things get better they're in the pool and she asks how much do you love kissing me on a scale of 1 to 100? That's weird. That's super weird. I would not like that. Don't ask me that ever. We got to realize that these folks are probably in their mid-30s. No, like early. I think she is early 30s. Well, they're in their 30s. Okay. Okay. So, I'm not doing that at this age. Yeah, I'm not asking you. On no. On a scale of 1 to 100. Ah, that makes me cringe. I don't feel like Noi answered anything during this conversation. Nothing was addressed. Nothing was fixed. She didn't say take any responsibility it was like they wouldn't there was no way to resolve it in that no moment. it was just it was talked about and it's done and that's it well even in the in their group event they did they you can tell like it was still pretty touchy between completely them. agree yeah. because even steve said in that group setting everyone's looking at them as the shining example and they don't have that right now speaking of that everyone gets together to go bowling 
you know, they're really trying to build that little community because they're going through this process together. Maybe there's a thought behind, you know, being in a bond with someone going through the same thing you are will kind of help you get through it. Versus if you were to feel alone in the process, you would probably give up pretty But Or it turns into Alyssa who wants to hang out with her girls. Oh, my God. And they... And then they came back. Yeah, so... Oh, my God. That This is why I think we're going to see them again. The fact that they had them show up to this couple's event, even though they're not a couple, it makes me think that they're going to keep having them come back. Hopefully not. I they don't know They told why. everyone they're divorced, so that's it. Then the toilet seat conversation came up. Katina just wants the toilet seat down. Fully understand that. And then Steve had a question. Before Steve could even finish his question, Lindsay pipes up. <laughs> This is good. She immediately interrupts as the nurse and safety officer. I don't care. You're interrupting someone who is actively speaking. Michael this is, would never have this. This is where Mark's like, in his face is like, oh, here we go. Yep. Here we fucking go. And then everyone again is saying, hey, calm down. Let someone you know, it's talk. Everyone reacted to Lindsay the same way. Like they were used to this. Yep. Like they're like, okay, that's nice. Okay. Hey, finish your question. Yep. <laughs> Everyone. And then so she's immediately pissed. She's offended, even though she's the one that started that shit. Yeah. Michael's like, yeah, let him finish his question. Then everyone is talking about their experience with Pastor Cal and the advice that he shared with them. Lindsay pipes up and says, I read somewhere. That's not what people are talking about. People are talking about their actual conversations with Pastor Cal. Yeah, she said, I read somewhere that you have to have conflict with someone before you can love them. And no, then before you can, you can have intimacy. Before you have in- interest in intimacy, correct. And Katina just, like, rolls her eyes, and it fucking blows up. I don't blame Katina. I don't blame her either. I'm like, shut the fuck up. We're trying to have a conversation here. I think Mark acted appropriately. Some people are in the camp that Mark should have his wife's back. Now, he pulled her to the side privately. That's true. He asked. That's he true. did ask her to stop in front of everyone. He was just like, not right now. But he pulled her aside for the conversation. I think the moment on the plane made Mark just so uncomfortable that he just doesn't want to experience But not that only that, again. basically every day, he just has to watch what he does. She'll blow up. Well, we've, we've mentioned it before. Like, she seems like the type of person that keeps receipts. She will throw it in your face quick. So not only is she holding things in and likes to gather ammo, for example, Mark's bathroom habits, she made sure to make all these mental notes about him and at the first fight, threw those all over him. Now we get to this argument, which didn't need to be an argument at all. He was very calm, told her what he did not like, asked her to not do it. She blows the fuck up, goes in the bathroom, insults his job, his wage, his balls, his apartment, and his mother. Go fuck yourself. Okay. All these people are adults. We are in a public setting. This girl is screaming in the bathroom to the point where... Everyone outside could basically hear her. Those high schoolers that came into Bull were probably like, what the fuck? This this is where you mentioned, ah, yes, we are at the point of the show where you find out why everyone's single. Yep, we're there. Case in point, Lindsay's an example. Perfect example. And it's not only that she likes to keep ammunition and a list in her heads of what she's going to throw in your face. She takes note of everything that she has done for you that makes her yes. a good person, that makes her... A big heart. That's not what good people do. No. You just do good things because you want to do them. You don't do things so that people pat you on the back. Right. You don't do good things to get good in return. 
She yes. is just not... She Her reactions are so disproportionate. So I'm going to guess you think they're not going to end up together? They do not end up together. I hope that Mark says his decision day is next week. Oh, my I God. want him out now. No. Don't do the show. No. So you can just be verbally abused and you have to, like, walk on eggshells for eight weeks? No. Get out of there. You know, we saw a couple a while back. I think one of them was named was Jamie. I can't remember the other yes. name. They had, they, they had the some... most crazy blow-ups. But they made it. I think Insane. they're just so toxic that they're, like, glued to each other. It's a, probably not a great relationship. I don't know. I don't know, but they made it. I don't see them making it. I don't. I'm not staying in a relationship where anyone actually yells at another person. Yeah, I mean, she's like, she's going into you to like the core of who you are. She wants you, to destroy you. you. Can't, you can't she wants to. This person. She. I mean, come on. She's making fun of the dudes. Like how much money he makes. I mean, she's going deep. Yeah. This is some crazy shit. So she looks down on you because of how much you um, make. Talking shit that he sells gym memberships. Like, yep. why are you going after this guy's no. livelihood? It. I was so disgusted by it. There's you, you no know, reason you know for what that actually, it. You know what that actually shows about her? That she's incredibly she, insecure. She gauges your value based on what you do. And how much you make. Yeah. So, oh, oh, you sell gym memberships. Oh, you're, you're nothing. You're, you're trash. Yeah, you're trash. What are you doing for this world? Uh, trying to survive. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. At least I'm a decent person. Yep. Get out, Mark. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If folks are out there hustling, doing what they got to do to make a living, support their family, like... I, got no I don't give a I shit got, what you do. I got no room to talk, man. Yep. Do, do you? Always say it. I'm going to give the same respect to the janitor as I do the CEO. It yeah. does not matter. Yeah. That's all I have. Thoughts? I hate that in the previews, they fucking show like they get over it so fucking fast. How it's, are they hanging out? It's a shot of Lindsay and Mark and they're hanging out. I'm like, how? No. We're how not. are you okay. even spending time Here's like, the only pretending way that makes to sense. be happy? He didn't hear it. He doesn't even know any of this happened. Mm. Walked out, was hanging out with... Chris with Chris mm, maybe and so he's just but damn I, I don't ignorance know. is bliss I don't know or he's gonna I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that well I'm sure there's another blow up next week he can hear I'm excited maps is fun maps is just getting real messy it is getting real messy and I think what happened to people that wanted to be married I think almost everyone's in the consensus that I have not seen it so bad so fast no thank you all so much for listening we appreciate all of the good reviews for the listens we appreciate you giving us a chance i hope you have a good weekend and we will talk to you on sunday bye guys thank you so much bye